0: Not so southern government. i am ricky
1: and i'm Sean. My, my if this is a short podcast it's because my mouth hurts i had a tooth pulled earlier this week and they had to do like real deal dental surgery or whatever to get it out and i followed the rules don't 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 try to you, you when i spoke with you on the phone you maybe thought i didn't follow the rules i followed the rules for 48 hours and still today, my mouth is killing me. Like, oh, it hurts so bad. I hate dental pain worse than anything. So, so I'm here. I'm going to warrior on. But I'm just letting you know.
0: Doing it for the fans. <laughs> Doing it for the fans. Uh, but, let's Let's talk about the most important thing we saw this week. Did you see the Deadpool oh. trailer? <laughs> Cough switch. Oh, I need one. Yes, that's
1: all the Deadpool trailer. I think I've watched it three or four times now, and each time I love it, and I try to pick up on more and more hidden things
0: in that. Fire Firefly, Stanley, Nathan Summers. Right? Wow, it was so good. And, dude, oh, and and at the end, the the in the theater, what he says while the uh, the credits are playing is different than what was online. So I'm wondering if there was more than two different endings to the trailer. Huh, that's crazy. Well, also, did you notice
1: above the Nathan Summers is coming uh, artwork on the side of the telephone booth? Above that, there's the initials S.A. written in the same type handwriting. And I was like, I wonder what S.A. means. I didn't know if uh, you had any idea what that was. And then, like you said, there's the Firefly posters. There's the Logan poster, actually, in the background and the one I saw.
0: I'm trying to think of
1: other little Easter eggs that were all throughout that thing.
0: Oh, it was great. I can't uh, wait for this. Dude, so, so,
1: so how does Warner Brothers have the right to uh, the John Williams Superman music? Is uh, that how they got the ability to do that? Because, I mean, that's the Superman music. They had to have the rights to it. If it's it was...
0: Fox licensing a piece of music, yeah. It's fine. Okay, okay. It's all fine. Well, I didn't. I didn't know if
1: that was a thing. Like, you know, they've they've really steered clear of using any of the John Williams stuff for the newer Superman movies, and I just didn't know if that was due to a licensing thing or whether that was, you know. Well,
0: I think they may have a, bit, a little bit of leeway because it was obviously parody, and I think you can get away with that.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, man, I'm sure there's a bunch more Easter eggs in there I missed, and uh, I need to watch it again just because it's so good. I cannot
0: well, that, wait for Deadpool. Well, let's segue about that. You, We discussed a Superman question since you're on the subject. What is your Superman question? Oh,
1: okay. My, my, my Superman question that I told you. It, it's not really about Superman. It's more about you. Let's say you wake up tomorrow and you're superman. Now, now over the next couple months, you know, you're going to rid the rid the world of violent crime and all this blah blah blah. But when you're done with that, what do what would you do? do, do not on- assume what and-
0: I'm going to do with my superman I, powers, that, sir. That's
1: what I'm asking. That's what I'm asking. Okay, let's say let's say you, you just wake up on a normal day. No supervillains are trying to destroy uh, the place you live, or harm any of the people. What do you do on a normal day? What wrongs do you right if you're Superman in your local town, in your home? What do you change? Um, well, here, here <laughs> let me give you an example. For, for me, um, I know I've... what I would do. I know what I would do. I would make sure everybody in my town starts using a blinker. <laughs> If, I'm serious, man. You want to talk about the Superman that uh, that's a real jerk? If you don't use your blinker, I'm coming after you. Like, this Superman, no joke about traffic laws. He doesn't mind if you speed occasionally, but you better use your damn blinker or this
0: Superman gets mad. Isn't this more irredeemable than Superman at this point now? Well, I'm just asking. Let's see. I'm just saying
1: what what small thing are you going to change you know
0: you you're not safe
1: in the world but you're going to do something
0: well i mean locally like what 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 would we do you know like no, there's nothing dire going on with my family well uh, i mean i would uh i would you're very go, i could uh, very easily super speed and take care of uh the homeless problem you know build homes right, or something right. like that you yeah. could uh Crime would be no problem. Just knock a couple of fools out, and what uh, see. Well, there ain't really that so, much going on around here. <laughs> that's what
1: I'm saying. What are you gonna do? Go to the fourth grade at an elementary school and tell them drugs are bad? <laughs> Possibly. Like, like, like you're gonna be the next McGruff the Crime Dog?
0: Might, might go Superman. to a might go to a couple of uh, weird nations in the world and be like, hey, quit not... quit. Quit being goofy. I'll be back. <laughs> no, see, but that's the thing. That, that's, that's the point of my
1: question is, say once all that is taken care of, what mundane, everyday occurrences bother you to the point that you were like, you know, if I was Superman, I would fix this. Just like, you know, or take this for example. It doesn't even have to be Superman. Do you know how many times a slow driver gets in front of me and I wish... I could use the force to push them out of the way. Trust me, if there was a way to unlock the force through anger, I would have found the dark side long ago, dude, because I you know, as much as anyone is I I despise other drivers on the road. And that that's all I'm getting at is if you had abilities, you know I would be changing a lot of drivers'
0: skills to that. What would you change? <laughs> as soon as a uh, certain political figure gets a new phone that uses Twitter, I would immediately use Super Speed, crush the phone, and disappear. <laughs> so, and every time somebody adds up a new phone, crush. That would be quite hilarious.
1: <laughs> that would be so funny. I like that. That's a good. That's a good superpower. Oh, no, man! I was just looking. Sitting around thinking about silly stuff that we could talk about and wanted to see where we would go if I posed that question. But yeah, obviously, there wasn't very much meat on that bone. Oh. And uh, I'm
0: sorry. Hey, hey, I was trying to think outside the box. Here, here's a box you got. How about a Gundam Wing Blu ray box? How about that? Uh, How do you feel I'll about take... Gundam Wing?
1: Well, are we talking the complete series? Like this is the entire complete series of Gundam Wing on Blu-ray now? Well yeah, yeah. Sweet. Dude, I'm in. You know I'm in. I love uh Troa Barton, Hero Yui, Wu Fei, and the man himself duo Maxwell. Oh, and Katra Reberba winner. That's correct. That should be all of the Gundam pilots if I remember correctly.
0: Now, did you have the entire series on, on VHS?
1: Yeah, I have it all on Blu-ray. Uh, I have it all on VHS, and I have it all on DVD as well.
0: Oh, I didn't know you'd updated to the DVD yet. I got
1: it in Iraq, man. Okay. Uh, and then, it, of, course,
0: you, of course, you have uh, Gundam Wing uh, uh, Endless, Endless Waltz. Waltz. Yeah. Yes. I've, I've got that on, on DVD here somewhere. Uh, oh, but, yeah. yeah, there was a time... There was that time in our lives when when Gundam Wing hit, and it hit big. I mean, it was a thing. Oh man,
1: I, I remember. I loved Gundam Wing. Like I powered through it. I remember. Where did we watch first? Watch Wing at your apartment across from the church, or yeah. were you already on Twentieth? You know, I am not sure because I do not remember. We were one of you were either on Twentieth or across from the church. Either way. Uh, but I want to say you were across from the church. It's what I was thinking. Cause I remember, uh, watching that from outside your window and stuff. And I'm like, this show is good. Like we used to sit outside on hot nights because your freaking air conditioner didn't work. So we'd sit out there and play cards
0: sometimes. I remember that. So Ugh. let me ask you this now. We What's met. Got? We met, of course, Scott McNeil, Duo Maxwell, at a uh, uh, Transformers convention, which you, you've spoken to before. Now, absolutely. Did you get the? Was that same convention? Did you get to meet David K? He's the voice of uh, Trey's H- Cuernada. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, I didn't. I didn't get to meet him.
0: Okay. Yeah, that was that was kind of cool. You know, we met uh, we met Scott McNeil with his, of course, cowboy hat and his long hair at the bar. Oh, yeah. A really good guy. Yeah, he does several voices of, uh, of course, like Transformers Beast Wars was big at the time. And that was basically him arguing with himself because he did so many characters in that show. And, of course, seeing him in Gundam Wing was great. There have been several other things. He was even in The Flash in season two. He was a uh, uh, whatever that uh, prison is inmate. Oh,
1: yeah. He was, wasn't he? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. That yeah, dude.
0: I loved that trip
1: to uh, that convention. Was definitely one of the most memorable trips of my life.
0: And that was in uh, uh, for, North Carolina, right? Durham.
1: Correct. We went to Raleigh, Durham. Yes.
0: Yeah, and then this year at uh, Little Rock Comic Con, um, we're going to see the voice of Beast Wars uh, Optimus oh, yes. Primal. Here. Gary Chalk is going to be there now. I've met Gary several times. i've I've sat I've sat outside a convention center and talked to Gary for twenty minutes. And uh, he plays guitar. He's a really great, really personable guy. And he's been in several movies too. He was in the um, Do you remember the David Hasselhoff uh, Nick Fury Agents of Shield TV movie? Oh my goodness! Yes, he was Dumb Dumb Duggan in that. Uh, he was also Holy crap! He was also the he always plays a police officer. Like he was in when we watched Freddy versus Jason, he was in that as a police officer. Uh, he was in what's the movie that didn't do so well? Tomorrowland. He was a police officer in it. He's the one that hands her the the button when she's getting That's her awesome. stuff out. Yeah. Uh, huh. so I'm really excited to see these, you know, I love voice actors. I really really do. They they put so much character, literally, into uh, animation. And when animation is great and and the character work is great, it's really something magical. And to meet these people who are unsung heroes, I mean, nobody knows these names from anybody except for people like us. These people really, really deserve uh, more accolades than they get. So uh, I'm really happy to talk about them and I'm really excited to see them. Oh yeah,
1: man. Dude, did you see the sad news that we got this week that we're not going to get the River City Comic Con this year? It has been canceled.
0: Well, that's that's not good. I don't like that.
1: Nope. It was uh they couldn't find an open weekend for the state convention center and it couldn't they couldn't find one where the guests could show up and they could schedule at the same time. And they said that they knew this might be a problem and they've been feeling this out for a while now. And they decided to announce it this week that they were not able to find any dates when both the guests could make it and they could schedule. So it has been canceled for 2017 and will be picked back up at 2018.
0: Now, do we have a date for uh, Comic Conway this year?
1: For Comic-Con way, that I do not know. I imagine that will be November, December-ish. I know Little Rock Comic-Con coming up here in May. Right. And, you know, that's over by me at the Benton Event Center.
0: Yeah, that was a good one last year.
1: Dude, I'm excited. But the movie that We both seen this weekend that is opening this weekend that we both actually seen on an opening weekend. I don't think that's happened since we started the podcast. I'm trying to think.
0: Yeah, we could go ahead. Way
1: behind on Rogue One. All right, all right. So we saw Logan, and I seen it at nine o'clock this morning. I had no idea they had matinees at nine a.m., but I seen it and I was like, "Dude, no one's gonna be there." even at 9 a.m., I'm telling you, there were 30, 40 people plus there this morning. I, I was impressed for a 9 a.m. show.
0: Yes, and my show was uh, pretty packed as well. Of course, I went to the uh, a local theater, who actually was just purchased by AMC Theaters. I did not know they were a Carmike Theater. Um, yeah, and I sat down and watched Logan. And, man, where, where do you want to start with this? Now... Um, we have to temper expectation, folks. This the, the review that I heard about this movie really got me prepared for it. And it was, you know, a uh, guy really loved it, but he said to be prepared, it's an art film with X-Men in it. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, well, okay, that's going to be a different take. Walked in, absolutely loved it, and he was absolutely right. It is a character-driven, slow-paced action is there. Uh, and, and it's night. it's, it's, it's intense is there and it's intense when it is there um and it's it's not sparse it it is all through the movie but it is really good character work really there's meaning behind what's going on and you i really do think that Hugh Jackman gave it his all and um you know John Luke <laughs> Patrick Stewart oh a man uh, he uh he turned in a great performance it was really um You know, Professor Xavier, the most powerful mutant brain in the world, and a degenerative brain disease. Yeah. That that doesn't mix very well.
1: No, it doesn't. This movie was, like I told you uh, before I went into it, you had warned me about the art film style, and I'd seen a tweet that said it was like, kill bill meets a superhero movie. And I really like that analogy. Now that I'm, I've seen it and I'm out, it has those moments where you're like, this action is some of the most gorgeous action I've ever seen. And then the very next minute you can go into this intense, you know, character dialogue that you really need to pay attention to and listen to and take a heart with. Because, It means something to the storyline, you know? Uh, You cannot just glance through this movie. You actually need to sit there and watch it. I I thoroughly enjoyed it, and my expectations were filled and beyond.
0: Well, let's talk about some of that. Now, Logan is, of course, uh, ornery. (laughs) He is violent. He is vile. Um but he's the same person that you love in those X-Men movies, you know. But he's got stuff going on. Uh, his healing factor's not healing like it should. He's, you know, got a job because he's trying to do something. He's trying to deal with demons that have been lingering. New ones that he's, you know, put himself under. And uh, Professor Xavier and Caliban. Stephen Merchant. Caliban. Really good oh. in this movie. That let's—I haven't heard anybody speak about it, but I really liked his Caliban.
1: Oh yeah, Caliban was uh, a really important part in this movie, and I, I thought his character was perfectly played and well placed in the movie. Um, he was a nice offset for the first, you know, uh,
0: part first, of the movie. Yeah, he, the first act of yeah. the movie. He's he's very important to that uh around the third act he you know he's integral to a part of the movie um I mean, you know I I can't I've never studied film so I can't speak to the credentials of the art side of it but it is very uh, cerebral uh, in in parts uh-huh. of it there's a lot of stuff that hits you on different levels and I really liked it I really liked a one-off superhero movie that way as opposed to deadpool which is a one-off superhero movie another way (laughs) correct
1: yeah this was the first time that i can say this that i feel fox went outside the box they did not follow a comic they did not follow a true storyline you know if anything you could say this is rough rough roughly based on old man logan but it is not based on old man logan at all um they went outside the box and they really nailed it this story was fun this story was entertaining fox did good work on this one
0: as opposed to deadpool where they accidentally stumbled into something so well, more like they had their arm
1: twisted and were finally like, okay, okay, we'll do this movie. Oh, wait, it did really well. Yeah, I meant to do that. <laughs> That's awesome.
0: But now let's let's talk about the implications of Logan. Now, here here's what I, I spoke to you over the phone the other day. Logan, and this is all conspiracy, folks. This is not going to be true. I, I 100% believe that everything is going to proceed the way it's going to proceed. But there's a couple interesting things about the way Logan ends and some stuff in it. Logan ends in a way that could potentially lead to a perfect reboot of the X-Men universe. Um I'm I not I'm not that. going to go any further in the details of that, but uh, we have a New Mutants movie coming that we don't know a lot about, that we've seen some stuff about. And, and what I'm getting at is, has there been some handshaking behind the scenes? Is, has Fox and Marvel reached a deal? Now, like I said, probably not. But, here's a couple of things I noticed. Number one, the New Mutants movie, great place to start. Um, they've got an X-Men movie coming out that they're working on, possibly could be rebooted, don't know. That, that, that's the iffy part. But now, right. there was an Inhuman movie scheduled, but got moved for no uh, discernible reason. It's now, now going to be a TV show, and they moved all the Inhumans to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and are going to push this Inhuman TV show. So, and of course the Inhumans were the replacements for mutants in the Marvel Universe. Hmm. Now also, if they were to do that, Deadpool was set up as a movie, they could potentially retroactively go, yeah, that was part of the... uh, that was part of the deal, too, because Deadpool has a downed helicarrier in it. Now, I know they did that as kind of an homage or, or a, um, you know, kind of a finger in the eye, possibly. But kind of fits. You don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. but my most sure. exciting part of, of uh, what I was thinking about was the other day was uh, I was talking to a friend of ours named Eddie. And the idea came about that what if the ending of the first Infinity War movie is uh, he's defeated everybody, he's ready to take on the universe. He turns around and the first the first guy to ta- he's going to take on the end of the movie. Screen goes black. Galactus. What if they did handshake and the Fantastic? That's how they announced the Fantastic Four back in the Marvel.
1: Well, then you're gonna need some new seats in the theater afterwards, because there's gonna be a lot of people shit themselves. I mean that that would be amazing, and like you know, it, it, it's kind of like when you're singing me this tale, you're singing this like epic Disney song. I don't know, man. This, this this could be amazing, what you say, but you know, it the the mm. the odds of that being true are about as good as Galactus actually coming to Earth. You know, ah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to be a Debbie Downer and say no, 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 but oh. Mm. I mean, I don't want to even get my hopes up on something like that because it sounds too good to be true, and I just don't know if it would ever happen. Well,
0: now we know that Fox cannot make money on Fantastic Four. They just can't because, number one, they're not focused on the right things. They're not focused on Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom is your key to getting Fantastic Four to be successful. You've got to tell a great Doctor Doom story. Now, I'm not saying you can't tell a regular Fantastic Four story without Doctor Doom. They've done it for years. I understand that. But the way you kickstart Fantastic Four in a movie franchise is you have their nemesis be the most badass person they could fight. And then go from there. Then get your Silver Surfer, your Galactus. Then get your Ego the Living Planet. Then get your... Uh, um, Uatu, the Watcher, and and do those things. Do the classic big Earth, cosmic, Fantastic Four stuff. Urgh, just urgh. it makes me so angry that they can't figure this out. I mean, Marvel is doing. Marvel has a string of fourteen movies that they have created a cinematic universe with. Were they all out of the park? Home Runs. No, but none of them are horrible movies. I mean, people consider, like, Iron Man 2 and The Incredible Hulk the worst two Marvel movies, and I kind of liked them. <laughs> I mean, there's not oh, there, yeah. there's not a stinker in the bunch. I, I love them all. No, and, not, and not just not. because I'm a Marvel fanboy, because I love watching these movies. I could watch them all more. I've watched every single one of them more than three times. You know, just because, oh, I just want to see this again. Oh, I watched this on TV. That reminds me of this. I want to see what I missed. You know, and I I don't want to rewatch anything Fantastic Four related. (laughs) Nothing. Not not at all. Not a thing. Uh, Not even if it's on TBS. Now, the X-Men stuff, it's it's okay. There's some rewatchable stuff. I was rewatching... Days of Future Past on the TV a while ago. You know, this the scene with Quicksilver was on, and um, you know, there's rewatchable stuff in there. But I mean, we started with with we started all this with like Blade, and Blade is a pretty damn good movie. I will rewatch Blade any time. You know, Blade Two was okay. Blade Three, not that great. Even though it had Ryan Reynolds, Jessica Beale, it had Dracula in it. Well, <laughs> not a good one though, but. I I just wish that and hope that Fox is paying attention to Sony Marvel which has already done the deal and they do the right thing. I mean I know they got to make money. I know they're a company. I know I know what the agenda is here. But the way to to the doorway to that money is through Marvel. I mean, it's absolutely obvious. Let's do this. Now DC on the other hand, guys, I don't know where <laughs> I don't know what path they need to follow. But uh, they're 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 moving in the right direction. They've got a Ben Affleck, they've got, you know, some great directors. A director. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, oh, that, that's a whole nother ball of wax. But anyway. Oh yeah. I really want Fox to get get it together, and, and be. I want to look forward to a Fox Marvel movie as much as I'm looking forward to a Sony Marvel movie, and the movies coming out for the rest of the year. Your your Spider-Man Home Cup, your Thor Ragnarok, and, and beyond.
1: Absolutely. So, uh, was you able to pick up anything this week for local hall?
0: I actually did not. I, I did not have a chance. I did go by uh, my uh, my flea market today. He did not have anything new, unfortunately. And I really had just been going through some older issues and stuff and, and reading some uh, good stuff. And I, what I've what I've been wanting to do is I did want to start videoing uh, going through some boxes and stuff like that. So, um, ah. if, if if anybody has an opinion on that, I'd like to hear it. But Sean, where where are you going with this? Well, well,
1: my opinion is you should definitely do that. On that note, and secondly, the only thing I got from local hall was I was able to because I had surgery on Wednesday. I had a recovery note for Thursday. And I did get up Thursday morning. I felt okay. And I went and was the first person in line at our Hot Topic and bought both the spring convention exclusives, which are the Barb and uh, Upside Down 11 and the Captain America uh, 2017 convention exclusive, which is basically Captain America in the World War II gear Uh, You you know, he's got the motorcycle helmet and the old wooden shield steel. And, you know, it was nice to actually be able to go get uh, stuff from Hot Topic that I was actually able to find. But that brings up a point. There were – we get there. I walk in the door. And the the first – I'm the first one in. So I asked the girl. I was like, hey, are there a limit on the number of pops we can get? And she's like, well – Corporate says we're limiting to five per exclusive. She goes, but we don't have that many. We only have six of the Barb and 11s, and then we have uh, 11 of the Captain Americas. I was like, okay. So I pick up a Barb and a, two Captain Americas, the guy behind me, one Barb, two Captain Americas, I believe the girl behind uh, us, the third in line would have got one Barb and one Captain America, which leaves three Barb 11s and six Captain Americas. To which this older lady that hadn't said a word, the rest, the other three of us were talking about pops and discussing stuff here and there and here and there. There's this older lady just been lurking. She'd been lurking the whole time. She walks in and she buys. Her max limit, she buys the last three, 11 and Barb's, and she buys uh, five of the Captain Americas. Now, now I don't know her, honestly. I don't know her agenda, but from the outside looking in, she's a flipper. She's somebody that the day of that release, uh, I'm a member on several Facebook groups that trade pops. This Captain America at one point in time was going on eBay upwards of $200 plus. Now, Now, see, that is ridiculous. Nobody should be forced to pay that if they want something. I mean, I know it's their choice if they pull the trigger and buy something for $200, but they should never be put in that position. The people that walk into stores and buy them out like that, I just can't have any respect for somebody like that, dude. I just can't. Uh, what's, what's your take? You, you've you probably honestly been around this game longer than me, the The collecting, the hunting for stuff. What, what's your take on people that come in and do stuff like that and buy up the entire stock of a single store in an area just so they can flip it for profit?
0: Hmm, well, I mean it's a capitalist economy. I mean <laughs> I mean don't get me wrong. I mean, I I'm not someone who walks in there and goes see, "Oh, this is the one per case," even though I know, you know, on like transformer stuff, I know which item is one per case and I know which item is rare. I'll buy one for me and I'll buy one to open. If if a buddy of mine say has said something or I may text go, "Hey, do you need this?" I may get one for him. But you know, taking the time to go on eBay and, you know, get 10 more dollars out of it. Uh, no, I'm not, uh, th- that's not me, but now I can't fault somebody for, you know, if they're making a living, if they're going and, you know, getting items that are available to the public, the same people can walk in and do the same thing they can, and they can sell it on eBay for, you know, a profit of 60, 70 times. Why wouldn't you be doing that? Okay. Okay. <laughs> but, but 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 now uh, now of course I don't have to, I don't like those people, you know, just like anybody else does, because they're driving up prices, they're creating an artificial market. And, you know, it is a little unfair. But anybody could do the same thing. I mean, what do you, what do you do to stop that? The company doesn't make stuff as rare or, you know, it's just it's just a it's vinyl it. figure. I mean, there, there's a point at which there's a balance struck, you know. Well, I really like these. I'd pay forty, but I'm not paying fifty, fifty-five. You know, but it, it's just different. People have different things. You know, we don't we don't shop for Rolexes, but some people do. I mean, it's just different things for different people. I can't really fault somebody for making a profit. Now, I can fault the people that you probably are talking about, the ones that come in and move you out of the way, the ones that take stuff out of kids' hands. Those people, the fires are for them. (laughs) I don't care for those people. Now, you said the lady didn't say anything to y'all, waited for you to get done, that kind of thing. Hey, no problem. No problem there. I probably wouldn't even notice her, other than if, if I was standing right there and she dumped them right in front of me. But, uh, you know, those people that uh, profit at any cost, no. No, I don't, I don't need any of that.
1: I, all right, I see your point, and I'm, I'm glad you were the devil's advocate because you make a solid point, and I, I agree with you. You know, if somebody had me a get-rich-quick scheme or something that I thought would work, I could understand me attempting something like that. But... It doesn't make me any less of an asshole if I go in and do something like that. That that's the main point, you know. They have the right, they have the ability. I, I could even see myself doing some of that, but that's only because I'm I'm willing to be called an asshole. You know, I mean, because well, no. by doing stuff like that, you
0: that you really are. You're a jerk. Well, what now? Are are you combining both people to be the same thing? Like, is the person well, yeah. that to jerks it out of a kid's hand and a person just walks in goes, oh, I know what this is worth, picks it up no, and takes no. it? Well, no, but
1: I'm saying, you know, that lady bought the last three Barb and 11s that that store had. So if she buys the three of those and then five minutes later somebody came in because they had to, you know, drop their kid off at school and they walk in a few minutes late and there's none left, I understand the fact that it's that person's fault
0: for not being there on time. Well, now, hold on. You're assigning but, blame when there's not really... there. There's not a problem here. It It's dependent on how much that person wanted that thing. There is always the option of going on that eBay and finding it if they wanted it that bad. If you want something bad enough, you can find it. But... This is it, true. I, I, I'm just saying it, that... If, because I'm that, I'm, I won't be honest, I'm that person. If I see something that is gonna make, you know, six to ten times profit, you know, it's gonna be worth my while to put it on eBay, I might pick it up and do that. I mean, why wouldn't you do that at that point? Other than if your... it, other than if it's in a kid's hand, I nope, right. I wouldn't say a damn right. thing to him because you're... that is none of my business. I was too late. I would, you know, but I don't search it out. There, there, there is a mentality you're talking about, but I, I don't think that, I don't think that everybody that does that is is the bad guy. I, I think that some people honestly out there are doing good business. And some of those people that are flippers may be, you know, getting a minimal profit off of that and not pushing market prices. They're just doing it to make, you know, their 10%, 20%, and they're doing a great job. Now, a lot of times you do see the bad people who are trying to sell a $50 toy. They got in Little Rock, uh, uh, Toys R Us, and bought bought all they had, and then trying to sell them for three hundred and sixty dollars, and everybody on the boards are calling them out on it. Yes, that that does happen, and that guy is an ass. <laughs> but <laughs> okay, as but, long as yeah.
1: we agree that that guy, that that situation, stuff like that that person is the bad guy we're on the same page because i think you did a good job you played devil's advocate very well against me today and and i like the i like that because i I see your point as well but you know I, i just don't think i could ever do that trust me when i was sitting there i thought about buying five captain americas you know i'm like wow should i buy five captain americas no, but, I shouldn't.
0: But Sean, but... there is a point, there is a point where that would make sense. Like if you walked in there and you saw those cap you didn't see the Captain Americas, but you saw something else, like a, they got a case of something that should not have been there and you know that that item is not $200, but it is $600 each item. You would have walked out with a case of those. Would you not? Okay, I I would have there. I would have there. Right. There 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 yeah. is the balance there. And you're not you're not the butthole. You're you're doing the common sense thing. Oh, I've found a great opportunity. I can go and get these out. <laughs> I can sell these. And you know, you you may not be the guy who is gonna put you know, if they're selling for six hundred, I'm gonna put six fifty. You may be the guy that says, Hey, you know what? I can live with five hundred a piece. I'm gonna sell every single one of them. Everybody will buy it on these because they're selling at six hundred. I'll make, you know, they'll get them cheaper off me, and you can justify it yourself, and that's fine, whatever. But I'm saying there's a point at which it makes sense.
1: I see your point. I totally agree with you. Okay. All right. Now, ah, oh, man, who would have thought? a conversation about local hall would turn into that, but I liked it. Um, You know what we never do anymore? And I'm not talking about just us. I'm talking about, like, I don't think kids do this nowadays that we did. And this could be our lost in time segment. Stuff that, you know, we just don't do anymore or maybe doesn't happen. And that is getting together with your friends to play Passing
0: games. the controller around. Oh, Yeah.
1: Dude, passing the controller, do you remember how many how many days out of any one summer for at least two summers in a row did we pass around the controller for Tony Hawk's Pro Skater with I guarantee you a small what? Maybe a two bedroom apartment, and there's ten or eleven people there, each of us passing the controller around.
0: Preston's still the Grind King master.
1: I- well, yes, Preston is still the Grand King Master. That is very true. Um, I don't know, man. I just don't think... I, I seen an article the other day that said less than one-third of all console gaming is done with your friends in the same room.
0: No, oh, I can believe No, that's
1: crazy. That's crazy. I mean, I understand. I love online gaming just as much as anybody. I love my PlayStation Plus... Uh, I used to have Xbox
0: Live. I play Steam games every now and then. You're the guy bringing this up. You used to run one of the biggest guilds in Warcraft. Come on now. I, I, I understand that, but I'm just saying,
1: for us, for us growing up, for this segment, it fits. It fits the fact that we don't meet up with any more. You know, uh, how many times did I just come over to your place just so that I could play that Gundam game that was so friggin' awesome for, uh, what was the one for PlayStation 2? It was just awesome. Battle Assault. Oh, my goodness. How many hours did I just, and and dude, we, we would hang out and play that game. That's what we were doing. I mean, was there conversation and other stuff going on? Yeah. But the point of us meeting was to play that game. Kids don't meet every now and then. To play games together nowadays. Well... That's the reason... I mean, that's the reason earlier last year Pokemon Go was so huge is because it was the first time in years that people had got out and game together.
0: Well, if now, you call that And, game and game. we're not talking about, like, eight- and nine-year-old sleepover passing the uh, Halo around. We're, we're, we're talking oh, about... No. Guys in their 18, 20s, 25... You know still playing games which we did, and we'd go places and bring our bring our systems and, and play games and we'd play Tony Hawk, we'd play you know Final Fantasy 7 and oh, yeah. and help people yeah. beat stuff and then that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, they're a lot of they're a lot of that anymore. I mean most most games coming out these days are multiplayer games. I mean some of them you can't even play offline.
1: this is true. It's crazy, man. Uh, It was just something I was thinking about that, you know, we we just don't do anymore. As uh, You never see, I I remember in my school, there was a flyer once going around for a LAN party. Like, that's how big the LAN party was, is somebody's church had emptied out, like, their whole sanctuary and filled it with computers. And they were having, like, a LAN party inside of a church is how huge it was going to be. And there were flyers up. (laughs) <laughs> you imagine if somebody tried that nowadays, nobody would show up. They'd just be like, dude, what what game are we playing? And give me your, uh, you know, wh- whatever your username is, and I'll find you. The end. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't do anything. You just sign in and good to go. That's
0: it? <laughs> You're done.
1: I was waiting on a rebuttal.
0: I don't have a rebuttal for that. I mean, it's truth.
1: Preach it. All right, man. Uh, After that, we talk about, like we said, we're not doing, we're not getting away from uh, the have you seen it or don't see it, but this week we're going to tackle another TV series that we both really enjoyed. And deserves a little discussion, and that is the Battlestar Galactica remake.
0: Uh, and I, I've got to, I got to admit something. First of all, I was not a fan. I was the guy that was like, "Oh, oh uh, Battlestar Galactica again? No, I don't need this in my life. It's fine. It's fine." People like Sean are telling me, "Dude, no, 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 this is something like." Uh, Starbucks, a girl. What is going on? I don't care,
1: dude.
0: I love Battlestar Galactica, and
1: and and you know the thing is, do you love the ending or hate it? Because that's the one. That's the only two choices I believe people have.
0: No, it, and no, I was I was there, fine with the ending. I was absolutely fine with the so, ending.
1: So was I. So was I. That's just, um, when doing some uh, research before this before we did the podcast because it's been years since I have watched Battlestar Galactica I put it into YouTube just to see if there were other videos about it dude there's a lot of videos out there with people majorly upset about the ending
0: well I and mean there I, were I just, certain things I, I never thought about it yeah and we, well, well we'll start from the beginning I mean like I got into it after Sean just kept badgering me that it's a great show and I'm stupid, and it's fine and everything's fine. Just watch it, and I'm like, fine. I'll watch. I'll watch this fine show. You're and like, oh shit, this is pretty good. <laughs> no, oh, about yeah. about three or four seasons in, I'm like, I really like this. I love Starbuck. Ah, Katie oh, yeah. Sackoff. What is she doing now? You know she's got talent.
1: Nope, yep. dude, she's awesome.
0: So, the you know, I mean, for
1: anybody that hasn't watched Battlestar Galactica, you know, this is the story of humans created uh, servant robots, basically, called Cylons. And in a roundabout way, through upgrades, the Cylons become self-aware. They attack the humans. And then they're gone for 30-plus for years. And mm-hmm. when they return, they've evolved enough. That they look like humans. And that is really where the new Battlestar Galactica picks up.
0: Right. And, and it, it is it, a ride. And it does retell uh, the original series. It, it is reimagined. It, it's not a continuation. Uh, though the The original designs and stuff like that are kept. That's, that's the War of the Past where uh, Cylons look like they did, their ships look like they did in the old show. Um, and, and that was a really great homage and a really good surprise to, to find those elements in there, and I was really happy with that. Um, the new, like, just being humans, I thought was kind of lazy at first, and sometimes I still feel that way. I do like the story of of the six and the original six, yeah. and then of course the other Cylons, and and what they did with that was a neat way to work that uh, idea of them looking human. Uh, I'm, I'm still not a fan of Caprica Six. I'm just going to tell you that right now. But what? <laughs> oh my! Oh, I love
1: Caprica Six, man.
0: But um, now Baltar, uh, uh, Gaius, G- Baltar? Gaius Baltar. I really did like that actor. I, I like that guy.
1: Oh. Um, that dude's awesome. Definitely one of my favorite characters in the show. I, I love Gaius Baltar.
0: But, I mean, the show does leave a bad taste in your mouth if you get too hung up on Starbuck trying to figure out what in the hell happened to her, because that was never answered. You never know what was going on, what the body meant, what the other ship meant, where the hell her ship came from. You're like, what? (laughs) Is everybody imagining this? Or What is it? What does this mean? Never answered. And, and it's true. It's just never answered. And that's really bothersome if, if you let it get to you. But the end of the show, um, you know, where they take it, what's going on, all, all that was fine. I was completely fine with that. But the great character work, uh, Colonel Ty. Colonel Ty is my favorite character in that series. In the in the new series, before and after, and, and you know what I'm talking about. I, I don't care. Well, I mean,
1: still love Ty. Well, I mean, we can say we can say, it. We can say it. before and after you find out he's a Cylon.
0: Yeah, and uh, yeah, you know, uh, all along the Watchtower and all that. That was there's some really great surprises. Really great character work in that, and that's uh, Ronald Moore uh, writing. Is that correct?
1: I believe so. The yeah. name sounds really familiar today. That yeah. I've that I've seen that today while looking up stuff.
0: Yeah, and um, um,
1: Colonel Adama or Admiral Adama. Ah, oh, just one of the best man. I, I why why can't I think of that actor's name right now?
0: Minus two plus two fill the hole.
1: I can't think of his name.
0: All right, we'll we'll cut this part out. Find his name. We have to find his name. Why oh, not? Not Philip Seymour Hoffman. It's not
1: Edward James. Edward James almost. Edward
0: J. Almost. Yep. J. almost. Edward James yeah, almost. Yeah. Go from there.
1: Edward James almost. His character, I, I he's my favorite. Like, I mean, I know he's supposed to be the favorite though. <clears throat> and I know it's probably cliche to, to like the strong leader type but he is dude that that actor nailed that part he nails that role he does so many such a good job about making the tough decision because not only are we watching you know sci-fi TV series you're, you're watching a military based sci-fi TV series you know uh, the fact that it's sci-fi doesn't change the fact It from any other military show the when decisions are made lives are put on the line and at certain points consequences come with those actions you know and he embodies that leader and handles those decisions that he makes and you know he deals with the repercussions of the choices he makes as well you know some of them aren't that great and he deals with that and I, I just like that character, definitely my favorite.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like I said, Ty, um, his wife, really good character, even though uh, before and after also. Um, Adama's son, uh, Star or Apollo. Apollo. Yeah, he's right. really good. Yeah. Even even when he's fat, he's good. <laughs> Oh, and, yeah. then, and then uh, Paul was a great character Razor. Ugh, razor was really good uh the side story there um man oh, yeah but now there was a couple of things related to uh the new BSG one of which is uh Caprica the spin-off series now did you watch all of Caprica I did not I, I, I watched half of it and it is it is just okay. Um, I haven't finished watching the rest of it I do intend to I really like the actress playing the um, uh, the Cylon in that and I do at some point want to go back and finish that now uh what was the what was the small TV movie that uh, they did sci-fi did but they released it straight to Blu-ray they I, they may have showed it as a web series or something like that it was blood blood and, and, Blu- blood and Chrome yeah yeah. I really did like that, and I thought they may relaunch off of that, but they didn't. Yeah, that
1: I had the feeling when Blood and Chrome came around that they were going to relaunch again, but uh, I, I guess you know maybe not enough people enjoyed it. I, I thought it was great.
0: I did as well. Um, yeah, but what what did you want to hit about Battlestar Galactica? I mean, what was your favorite thing about it, and what was your uh, thing you didn't like the most?
1: Well, the I, I and like I said, I like sci fi. I love military sci fi. You know, I I like ships, I like pilots. It there's not really a certain thing that brought me into BSG that I can say is my favorite because I like so many different aspects of that show that as a whole it just becomes one of my favorites. There's no certain point that stands out that's like that there. That's the reason I like BSG. No, I love huge spaceships. I love strong military leaders. I like, uh, you know, the way the pilots handle things and intergalactic battles and stuff like that. It's just, it's so many different things that I like. And then, obviously, the thing I don't like are the unanswered questions, you know, Um, I believe they, you know, they had to go back in and do, what is it, season four and a half to give you a little bit more there. And I really feel that if they had just went ahead and had a full fifth season, that maybe you could have, yes, some stories would have drug out a little too long. Yes, they would have got probably a little boring. But we could have answered just a few more questions. And I would have felt better about the last, you know, season of the show.
0: So let me ask you this: What was your favorite episode?
1: Oh crap! Because
0: um, I have, I have one.
1: Let me let um, let me go with. I'm gonna go with six of one. Okay, and that's that's the one where uh, 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 she comes back. Uh, Starbuck comes back and confronts the president. Remember, she gives her the gun, and she's like, "If you think I'm a Cylon, shoot me." And uh, I, I just really liked that episode; it's one of my favorites. Well, mine—I uh, don't remember all the details. But mine definitely one is, of, them. of
0: course, where they just the orbital drop when they take the uh, the the Galactica. Oh and drop it in atmosphere and release all the uh, vipers and then pop back out oh that was so good I can watch that episode anytime
1: yeah. yeah I forgot about that that's an incredible episode I love that one
0: and then of course where the oh, the big man. the big Cylon reveal that's a really good episode where the the, the uh, original oh, six yeah. yeah but I I' was...
1: Oh, yeah, Beesonel B- 6. Yeah, that that's an incredible episode. And you know what? I- I'm hoping people that haven't watched it will watch this show because it is definitely one that if you're a fan of half the things we jabber about on this podcast, you will flat out enjoy Battlestar Galactica. It is a great show, just one of the best that we've had in a really long time, and I, I want something like that to come around again. And, and there's just been nothing to fill its spot in a while.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, what what we'd really like is if you people would send in ideas about shows you want us to talk about. You know, if we haven't seen it, maybe it's something that we need to see that we want to talk about. Or something we've already seen and we would be happy to discuss again. Uh, we've already done Lost, we're doing BFG, BSG this... Not the BFG. BSG this episode. Next episode, don't know yet. Maybe we get your idea don't going. Don't know yet. Let us know. And, Dude, Sean, now you've hit got... us up on Twitter. Now, Sean, you've got something special going on that we've been sharing on our Facebook page. Why don't you talk about that a little? Well, as of
1: today... Uh... After this podcast, I'll go probably record the outro of it, but I am on day six of my vlog. I am doing my best to do a daily vlog on our YouTube channel. Um, They are anywhere from, I believe, 10 minutes down to five minutes long, because like I say, some days there's fun stuff going on, and other days there's not. I want to be as real as possible with the people that watch this. I mean, if I don't go anywhere or do anything that day, I'm sorry. It's going to be a short vlog. But I still like the fact that I can record with this awesome little camera. I can upload stuff. And I can have interaction with people that I call my friends. You know, uh, I know we have a few dedicated people that listen to the podcast and – uh, like I stated in the first vlog, you know, there, there are things that you would share with your friends on a daily basis. Hey, man, what would you do today? Why well, did this. The vlog is a nice way for uh, me to do that. And like you had maybe hinted about earlier, maybe you may be uploading a few things here and there to the uh, YouTube channel. It's another way to reach people. It is just another way for us to interact with people that we enjoy, that we in Hope enjoy listening to us and our thoughts and just nonsense like that. And I, I'm really enjoying doing this. It's um, it's something that I've wanted to do for a while and I did to do several times, but this time I'm sticking with it. And uh, I hope if you're listening to this and you hadn't checked out the vlog, please go over to our YouTube channel and give it a sub and turn on that notification button. And I'll have I'll do my best to have one up each day.
0: I'm ready. Yeah, and I'm gonna work on some stuff too. Uh, I'm gonna rededicate more time to uh, the Facebook page, trying to get stuff out there, communicating with our. I tell you what, I've had some great interactions with some of our fans on Facebook, and I'm really, really enjoying it. Um, I've got uh, a great deal going on um, an email chain right now. We may be announcing something coming in the future for some fans of, well, of some Transformers stuff, but uh, it may lead to some other stuff down the road. So, be looking forward to that. That's awesome. For Not-So-Southern Gentlemen, I am Ricky. I'm Sean. Is that all you got, boy? It's all I got.